Hello out there and welcome. My name is Sharon Froshin. I am the Chief Operating Officer of the Discover Your Path You platform, where we believe that every life can teach and everyone can grow. To that end, I am also the host of this show, The Connection Sessions, where we bring together practitioners, entrepreneurs, artists, marketers, authors, spiritualists, mentors, and students in an effort to connect to community, learn from each other, and grow. Today I have with me again, and I'm super excited about it, my personal friend, Justin Riesti, as well as an excellent NLP practitioner and one of the instructors on the Discover Your Path You platform. Justin loves to explore, to study, and to teach NLP, and he actually has an amazing discussion group for NLP that takes place on Thursday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern on the Discover Your Path You site, as well as participating in the NLP practice pods. And there's a possibility that he might be starting a six-week anchors class, which in NLP, an anchor is a way of anchoring or creating a space in which a client can experience an emotional state despite their current situation. So we're super excited to have him here today to kind of discuss why he loves NLP so much and what he's going to continue to bring to the Discover Your Path You platform as a part of his teaching. So Justin, if you wouldn't mind just sharing with our audience, why do you love NLP as much as you do? Wow. Well, that's a big one. Um, well, I used to be really afraid of public speaking and even getting into the triads, and I really wanted to be a, a part of counseling young men and women just dealing with you know, life and, and moving forward as best they can. And some of the anchoring techniques really helped me to step it up and, and to go after my goals and to just push myself to that next level, shed that shell after you get a little comfortable there, and uh, move to the next one. So there's some really powerful anchoring techniques that you can use to for confidence. And then you just start to create your own neural pathways, and it just gets a little easier and easier each time you do it. So pretty soon you don't really need those anchors anyways anymore, but it's, it's pretty fascinating how they do work. Yeah, they, they are amazing. Yeah. And then after a few sessions with you in the submodalities um, realm and how we changed some of my past and yeah. boy, I thought that was just brilliant. So that's what got me really hooked into it. If it can do that much for me in that short of time in just a couple of sessions, what could it do in, you know, 10 or 12 sessions with the person and over a length of time? Yeah. I'm really excited to see some of these things that, that we're going to be producing. So that's why it's really important to me to, to really get this group um, practical application discussion up and running. Get, you know, 12 to, to 50 people in there. And once we, um, we all conglomerate together and, and just get some really great techniques going and learn each other's wins, I think we'll be able to produce some, some very high quality techniques. Absolutely. Now, on the subject of wins, if I'm not mistaken, you actually quit smoking using an anchor in a pretty different way than most people use them. Is that correct? Yeah, I actually used it in the negative way, um, which I which is an away from technique. Mm -hmm. So I was moving away from the pain um, of having cancer and watching what my mom was going through. Huh. So I anchored that feeling that I had sitting there and you know, how angry she was at herself and disappointed for smoking for so many years and it's still having a hold on her life and her not being able to beat this thing, even though she's going through chemo and radiation. So it was kind of two part. 
I anchored not wanting to be there, but also doing it for her. Oh, wow. So my why became extra strong. And I think that's called stacking, where I stacked the, the yeah. one uh, where I didn't want this, but I did want to do this for her to show her that it was possible. So, wow. That's amazing. That is super. And um, that's what we want to continue making these amazing things happen for everybody else. And that's why I want to encourage everybody to show up at the practice pods. I've had a tremendous growth as a, as just a normal person and in my coaching from Sharon and Karen and Andrea and all the different people that are, are showing up on a regular basis and making a huge difference with some great learnings. Mm. We have those every Tuesday at 11 EST and 6.30 EST. Um, the other thing I wanted to speak about today was the, uh, the anchoring webinar, it'll be a free little webinar. It'll be just an hour long. I'm going to give some examples and, and some things. And if we can get enough people to show up, uh, I would love to do this class for everyone. I think it'll be a great fun. It'll be very cheap. So it won't cost you know, $15 or $20 or something like that for six sessions. And I guarantee you're going to walk away with some amazing things. Um, should be four uh, anchoring techniques and and kind of revisiting the outcome uh, framing model for making sure that you get the best out of what you're looking for. That's extremely beneficial for work with our clients in life coaching, isn't it? Yeah, I've had great success with that. And future pacing, as a matter of fact, has been just amazing. And when you say future pacing, you're talking about when you take a client into going into the future for a desired outcome and actually experiencing that as though it were already a reality. Yes, and then taking a summarized clip of that and using it every morning for three minutes so it's fresh in their mind every day, like a mm -hmm. visual goal. And you can speed it up because your brain works so fast that it can be quite long and you can, can play pretty fast. So I found that to be pretty pretty amazing for myself as well. Mm. I can imagine that that would like really start your day off in a way that sets you more inclined to actually achieve that goal than without it, correct? Yes. There's a couple other little questions I ask. Uh, what am I looking forward to today? Uh, that seems to really be a pretty powerful right now. I haven't been doing a lot of journaling. I know that that's supposed to be really important. So that's one thing I'm going to concentrate on myself. So we, go ahead. Well, I was going to say that we have something really exciting coming up with submodalities. Sharon and I put something together. She's actually going to coach me. And then we're going to dissect this like we're doing the deep dives. Yes. And she's going to walk you through exactly how to make these awesome changes with just tweaking submodalities and how powerful that can be to change your life experience forever. Absolutely. We're actually going to be starting that next month. So in the discussion group on Friday, I believe, not Friday, <laughs> I'm tired. On Thursday, you're going to be going through submodalities again, correct? Yes, we're going to touch back on some modalities and some of the some of the other ones like audio digital mm -hmm. and some of the ones that I I haven't really understood that well and see if we can get a great uh, a bit better of our understanding there with those and see how they tie together and then there's a belief change um, little submodality shift that I want to demonstrate and then with your help oh you won't be there this week so. I'll grab somebody else and we'll do a little demo and we would like to break out into breakout rooms this week and give this a try and 
see what we can learn from it. I think it's going to be really great. It should be very simple too. So. It sounds great. It, to me, I've always kind of found it unfortunate that people seem to be, not, I don't want to say scared, but seem overwhelmed at the idea of learning NLP because it, it creates such profound change in a client's life that I think people who aren't familiar with it sometimes think, oh my God, that must be so hard to learn. But it's actually not that hard to learn, is it? I don't think so. Once you get the idea of the representational system down, just the five senses, and then each submodalities are just the, the distinctions of your senses. And that's what we're talking about. When we start to just change those, that's how we remember things, how we plan things, how we imagine things, how we set goals, is those pictures in our minds. And the finer the details we can, the more alive we make that picture, the more real it is, the more it comes to fruition. So when you say submodalities, you're talking about like in the visual representation system, bright or dim, focused or unfocused, moving or not moving, 2D or 3D, the, the, the actual distinctions within each, each representational system, correct? Yes. It is really powerful how you can actually take a memory and sit down with a client and adjust, say, bright to dim or moving to not moving or 3D to 2D or changing the direction from which the noise, the, the, the voice or whatever the sound is coming and, and genuinely retool their relationship to that memory and thus their belief systems. Yes. Um, some very powerful shifts happened for me personally where there was very fearful and, um, and we just made a couple of shifts where we had the image and the sounds and it's, it's truly amazing that that's just gone. And it's hard to explain. That's why we kind of got to show you because once you feel it and you get the idea of when you start making these shifts, like if you have a negative picture of something that's going on in your head and then you just, just disassociate from it and watch it. And then as you're watching it, you can disassociate one more time and you can really lessen the, that tightness or pressure in your chest. And then you start to feel it. And then it's yeah. really cool if you can push it back away from you and then you can really just get a lot of relief. Really can. So, it's a lot of other little tricks that you'll have to show up to find out though. I often like to think of NLP a lot like learning computer language because neuro-linguistic programming is the language of your brain and how you can use the language of your brain to program your life differently. And I think of it a lot in the same way as someone who would like to have a different experience with a program on their computer, but doesn't understand computer code and how to write computer code. And that by learning to write computer code, you can literally change the virtual reality of your experience on a computer in much the same way. By learning the language of your brain, you can literally change your own reality and how you interact with that reality because everything that we believe came from meaning that we laid over experiences that we had. And by going in and figuring out what that meaning is using NLP and even tools as basic as submodalities and anchors can literally change our belief systems, which generate our thoughts and our emotions, which are our experience. So it's such a powerful idea that learning just these little teeny tiny things that aren't that hard to pick up at all can literally change a person's life. Absolutely. Uh, for instance, I think one of the things that we worked with for me was, you know, I used to think people laugh would be laughing and talking about me. Well, you know, to my surprise, not everybody's really cares about what it <laughs> is. 
So when I figured that out and, you know, we, we changed those submodalities. Now when I walk into a room and people are laughing and having a good time, I'm more apt to go have a good time with them. Yeah, what and, are you talking about? Yeah, right? what's going on? What's fun? Before I thought they were laughing at me. So my perception, my map of the world was so much different. But now it's exciting because I'm like, hey, what's happening, you know? So, yeah, it absolutely changes everything. And what, what I've always found really interesting about that is that, you know, as a veteran with PTSD, I've been through tons and tons of therapy over the last, I've been, it's 16 years now, a little bit over 16 years that I've been back as a functioning member of society and kind of trying to figure out my my own mental health issues. And I've sat in years and years and years of therapy and all I'm really doing is regurgitating my memories and the way that I see them and my attachment to them and how I remember them with my own representational my own representation systems and then the submodalities within those representation systems and throughout all of that there wasn't a profound deal of change that wasn't medication involved in other words the therapy didn't necessarily change the way I saw things you know, managing chemical imbalances in my brain is what changed a lot of my attachment or, you know, re revulsion to things. But it wasn't until I got off medication and started really working with NLP that I began to realize that you can actually program your brain a lot like a PC to have a different experience without needing to try to force it to do something with a chemical. Yeah, that's pretty powerful, isn't it? It really is. It changes. It can absolutely fundamentally change your life. We've got Sammy D, our chief technology officer on here. I'm hoping we'll go back and with great pride, watch my comparison of computer language to NLP. Awesome. <laughs> going be expecting some kudos there, Sammy. <laughs> and what we mean by programming, we don't mean that you're a zombie and you're robotic and you don't have no control over what's happening. You yeah. have absolute control. You're just switching the submodalities just enough to where you're changing the meaning. And sometimes it's just the, the slightest perception change gives you this aha moment. Like, Oh my goodness, I've seen it wrong this for so long, but I would like to give a shout out to Sammy D. She's helping me edit my book, which is actually coming out on November 2nd. And Misty Flanagan for helping me get a storyline in there. Oh, awesome. Something that we started about eight or nine months ago because um, I really want to help kids just like me uh, when I was young. Transition out there into the real world after high school, you know, deciding whether they want to go to college and, and what trade they want to go to. And boy, just buying dish soap because I got to do the dishes, you know, budgeting all that stuff in. So this is going to be, this is really exciting. We got some psychology in there. We got some, some real life stuff and it's going to be really fun. And it's only going to be two bucks uh, for book in the ebook. And I'm not sure what it'll be in, in print if anybody wants that, but that's going to be super exciting. We hope we, we can get something moving and, and get it into the school systems and, and get some real application out there for, that transition for these young folks. Absolutely. So Sammy says, yeah, I'm getting all over that tomorrow. So you guys are really moving on it. What is the name of your book? This is called A Letter from Papa. I switched it from A Letter to Dad because I want it to go for generations. I want, yeah. you know, we all love our Papa. Dads, sometimes. Are... <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. But everybody loves their Papa. Yeah. And, and the idea there is, you know, we just want every, 
we want to encourage all the grandmas and grandpas, everybody with all this life experience to, to pass it on. And that's what we're supposed to be doing. In this busy world, we get so caught up going to work, fighting traffic, doing this, doing that. Man, we watch the boob tube or rake the yard or whatever it is, but we don't spend, you know, that one hour fishing or throwing a ball and, and making a difference in a kid's life. Yeah. And there was one man called Jimmy Worthington. He took 15 minutes out of his life one time, threw a baseball with me. I'll never forget that. One time changed my life. So that's how important it is for these kids to spend just a little bit of time with them. It doesn't take much. Remember that. Yeah. It really doesn't. And unfortunately, here in the United States, we have this tendency now of taking the elder generation and kind of storing them in old folks' homes away from the family, whereas it used to be that in society, your grand, the grandparents lived with you and transmitted a lot of that ancient wisdom that they carried that was passed down from grandparent to grandparent to their grandchildren and helped to ensure that future generations were growing up with this much needed wisdom. And now because of our social situation and the way in which we have aged and the way our society has changed, a lot of that circuit has been broken. And honestly, now we have kids that grow up eating Tide Pods and doing music challenges where you're running alongside your car and get run over by it because there's not that there's not that wisdom at home like there used to be I, I know that I grew up with both sets of grandparents my uh my last grandparent actually passed away I want to say four years ago so I've had grandparents living with me within minutes of me for my entire life or at least accessible by phone and man that makes such a difference in the way that you see the world absolutely and and i kind of liken that into you know everybody says it takes a tribe to raise a child but having been a part of mastermind groups this last year and getting two or three people's heads together this is what the grandparents were teaching us since we were kids and we yeah. were just modeling that behavior learning from their mistakes and making huge growth a whole lifetime could be taught in one summer by a grandparent. Yeah. I mean, that's the best book you'll ever read. It really is. They love you the most. They're going to care for you. They're going to, they want the best for you. So as long as we can keep passing that on for generations, get, get a really good pay it forward movement going. That's, that's my vision for this book and, and for the future. Absolutely. And what a great vision it is, Justin. I really love your passion for making sure that this next generation has access to some of that, what, what used to be common sense. And unfortunately, it's not all that common now. But this sense of just the simplest little things, like even down to simple little things like tying your shoes and, you know, personal hygiene care and things that often get lost in the mix these days. So I, I again, I just really want to Thank you for being so dedicated to that. And I know that as a parent, that must be incredibly important for you as well. Yeah. Um, you know, I got six grandkids now. I'm 46 years old. <laughs> I know it's, I get that a lot. But, uh, you know, it's really spurred on leaving a little bit of a legacy for yeah. them. Something to hold on to. Um, you know, that little, you know, that little book or that treasure map for life. Yeah. Because I see how people, I mean, they'll tattoo butterflies on their arm for grandma. And boy, if they, they get a little treasure left from grandma or necklace, oh, it devastates them if they lose that necklace or those earrings. But this is a book just to teach them, like, everything that you would, just in you that you, you want to teach them. 
to give them the best start in life. And a lot of times, you know, when we get these little morsels and nuggets, we don't take them at that time. That's why I, th I thought the book would be because it would be there forever. And then maybe they'll be 25 or maybe they'll be 35 and they'll be like, oh, man, Grandpa was pretty cool. Right? Yeah. I, I can remember so many things about my, my grandfather when I was young. He owned a ranch out in the Redwoods in Northern California. And this man, I have pictures of him running marathons with me at 17. And he was, he was not my biological grandfather. He was, he married my grandmother after my biological grandfather was POW and kind of lost his mind. And he was this five foot man. He was a Cherokee Indian and he had shocking white hair, like just a full head of white hair. And you could never miss him in a crowd. And he would run with me <laughs> on marathons and just encourage me as I ran. He's the one that taught me how to yep. throw and catch a football. He's the one that taught me how to watch football. He's the first person that I ever drank black coffee with at five. I mean, the man <laughs> affected my life so profoundly. And yes. I, I always feel sorry for people who don't live near their grandparents because that experience of growing up with someone who, like when I grew up, there was no internet. Right, and I'm, you're the same age as me, so yeah. making a phone call, if you needed to make a long distance phone call, chances are that wasn't gonna happen because it still costs money. Yep. And having people, you know, like my, my nephew's age, who would, he's really the age of who could possibly be my, my grandson were I to, to have started having children at a young age, for him to know that there was once a world like that where you couldn't just pop open an iPad and know, you know, the names of all the countries. You had to actually go to the library and learn it. Just knowing that that existed at one point can change a child's life. Yeah. There's lots of those little things. And, and as simple as camping and just taking them out in the woods and showing them worms and snails and that's what fish <laughs> eat. And it's just, so, it's so beautiful to see. Um, yeah. I know I really cherish these last you know, eight years with my, my grandkids for sure. So, yeah. Well, Justin, I just want to thank you so much for joining me today. Cause I, as you know, love NLP and I love yeah. how you champion NLP in our platform because it's something that I think can help every coach and indeed anybody who's on a self-help kick and is looking to change yes. things for themselves, come join a practice pod. You do not have to be a coach. We are always looking for clients for our coaches to practice on. So if you are in our self-help group, discover yourself and are struggling with an issue that you'd really like help with, by all means, come join a practice pod, come get some free coaching, come experience what it's like to have NLP kind of revolutionize the way that you look at the world. So again, Justin, thank you so much. And I just want to take a moment to thank Sammy D and her other viewers for being with us and for commenting on this video. And if this is something that you think that other people that you know could benefit from, share this video. Let's get that message out there that Discover Your Path You is doing our damnedest to make sure that if you need help changing something in your world that you have an LP around to do it. So as always, guys, we will be here tomorrow, same place, same time. You know we love you. We'll see you then, okay? Thanks a lot to the whole team. Appreciate you guys. All right. Bye, guys.